you working to improve yourself as a human being and as a person of this earth, you are doing the work of God. You're doing the work of God. Yeah. Whether that's an octave higher than you intended it or not, it is work that you are doing. That's how you know it was real. Yeah. (laughs) If I hit puberty mid-sentence, then that means the work of God. Yeah. have to deny the immediate senses of your environment and choose the level of consciousness and by choosing that disregarding what is here right now that is how you transform your life because you remember it's just a game Mm -hmm. it's not going to matter when you return to source because all of these immediate real world things are blockages they're obstacles mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. true abundance is accessible to us it's our natural state yeah, man. it is I got the natural to, state of the universe i got to experience that level of abundance last night and it was unbelievable but and that is what is available to me all the time now switch it from i understand what you're saying when you say it was unbelievable but it Believe was it. normal yeah it was every day it was from this point forward because that level of abundance will be your natural state of existence Mm -hmm. if and when what we talk about comes to fruition Mm -hmm. that will be your natural state that will be my natural state that can be everybody's natural state Mm -hmm. and not only are we getting ourselves from where we were to where we say we're going to be we are getting ourselves there by learning how to teach people how to get where we're going that is the lesson mm-hmm. we're getting there for us we're getting there for our people that we care about and we're getting for pe- we're getting there for people that we have never met and will never meet there are real world implications that come from what we're doing mm-hmm. because maybe it isn't even right now dude the funny part is that we could be taken care of set for life and our impact might not even begin until 200 years after we're dead mm-hmm. and we could still live the life of our dreams mm-hmm. and what we're doing here might not have its real impact until after we're gone. Yeah, You know what I mean? That's a very real possibility. Mm-hmm. And that makes it our duty to take what we know and put that at the forefront of our mind and pursue that every day. Make the objective purpose of our existence to bring into reality to the absolute extent of our ability, mm-hmm. our vision. Mm-hmm. We need to pull that into reality the best possible way that we can. And we're only going to get better at it. Mm -hmm. And the longer that we pursue that and the more adept we become at creating the reality we talk about, the better we can instruct the world. Mm -hmm. And the more that we just live it in our own consciousness, that becomes the normal. Unfire to rewire. You don't inspire change with your opinion. You inspire change through your example. This is not about us telling people how to do anything. This is about telling people what we're doing and doing it. Exactly. And, and if they do it themselves, perfect. And right. books get us there a lot faster in the sense that we can let people in a little bit more on the inner thoughts. We can really get them there. We can do the legwork through extensive sure. linguistic gymnastics. We can get people there, yeah. you know. But right now, all we have to do is talk about how we got here mm-hmm. and share these experiences in real time. And watch those evolve over time mm-hmm. and let people pick up the pieces themselves. Because at the end of the day, my opinion of how the world should be will never make the world that thing. It mm-hmm. won't. Mm-hmm. I have great ideas for the world that will never see the light of day. 
in the sense of being implemented on a mass scale. Mm -hmm. What I can do is apply the principles of the ideal life that I see for the world to my own life and live that every day. Mm-hmm. And through doing that, I will naturally influence the people around me who will influence the people around them. And now we're doing the podcast. So the people who agree with what we talk about, they can start to improve their own lives and mm-hmm. live this truth for themselves. And then they can influence the people that they care about down the line. That's how we change the world. Mm-hmm. I don't need to tell you anything about how to live your life. Right. I just need to live it for myself. Yeah, and I'm tell just you telling, why I'm doing yeah, that. Yeah, I'm just telling you how I'm living my life. Yeah. And you will be able to see if my life gets better. And then you can decide if you want to try some of the things that we're talking about out for yourself. And then we're coupling that with the ambition of wanting to live the most radically, unbelievably successful life that is available to us. Mm-hmm. That is my passion. My passion is to be able to pursue my passions to such an extent that it comfortably pays for my lifestyle and then some oh yeah you know what i mean because there is always that give and take with oh i really want to pursue my passions but i can't support myself financially if i do that so i have to make compromises Mm -hmm. you can fail doing what you hate so why not do what you love because if you do what you love and you fail at least you know you went for it and jim carrey fucking said that ultimately if you're doing what you hate you probably will fail because you don't love what you're doing. So your incentive to be good at it or to excel or to put in effort is dramatically less than it would be if you were pursuing something that you loved. I am interested to levy this a little bit, but I feel like there is a different amount of energy that is allowed to be expended on the things that you are passionate about creating than there is energy to spend on things that you don't like 100 but But i do know what you're saying and to to go off of what you're saying i had just recently heard i don't remember who said it but it was something like the amount of energy that you can draw and the inspiration and motivation you have to pursue your wants is way bigger than pursuing your needs Mm. what you want if you're pursuing what you want, you will be so much more inspired than pursuing what you need. Because right now, I need a paycheck. Yeah, exactly. And I need to pay my bills. Yeah. But I want abundance. And I want to be a podcaster, an author, a speaker. I want these things. And this is what is inspiring to work towards. Absolutely. It's not inspiring to be a fucking gate guard. Yeah, absolutely. It, that's not inspiring. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is that I used to get off of my my job and drive all the way downtown and I would uh, go after a 10 hour day waking up way too early. I would sit and I would record music from the minute that I got there, usually about 630 until sometimes as late as 1230, one o'clock and then mm-hmm. drive home and go to bed sometimes at two in the morning. Mm hmm. And then get up at 5, 5.30 all again. to do it all again. But you were and, happy. You were fucking running it. I was running it. You probably I had was, more energy. I was you were able expending to, more and you got more. I was able to crush my job. Now, granted, this came with a healthy amount of caffeine addiction and alcoholism. But at the same time, it got me through the day. And you know what? I would argue that those things were to numb the day-to-day fatigue. But the energy, the drive was there. The drive got me out of bed every morning. Yeah. It got me to work, not always on time. And then it got me killing my day at work, mm-hmm. always. Mm-hmm. And then it got me super stoked 
Yeah. To go drive across town, mm-hmm. 35 minute drive, get mm-hmm. there, immediately start writing music for as long as I could physically do it until my body started fatiguing and was like, dude, we need to go to bed. Yeah. And then still have to drive 30 minutes home, then go to bed to, to get up five hours of sleep, to get off five hours of sleep, and then go again. Mm-hmm. And I did that for six years. I was at Carl's house three, four times a week. Yeah. Full working job, full social life still. And I wrote some crazy music that is available to you to have that level of work ethic. Because you were working on your passion. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying is like, now I have a plan in mind for how my passions are going to pay my bills. My passions are going to more than pay my bills. And exactly. And not that the point is paying your bills. What is, what is bills paid money in the bank resources to build the business that you want? What are all of those things? freedom and what do you do with freedom you keep working on your passion when everything is taken care of because what you are passionate about is paying for itself and you have all the time in the world to pour back into making the best expression of who you are as possible you want you accomplish the unthinkable Mm -hmm. there's no way you don't yeah and now it's just about how how easily are you dissuaded from living the life of your dreams? Yeah. That's the whole question mm-hmm. at this point. Because if ev- the, sorry, and the crazy thing is that you are dissuading yourself. Yes, because that life is there for somebody. It's there for the taking. It's there for somebody. Somebody's gonna live the life of your dreams. Your job is making sure it's you. Yeah. And if you get sidetracked by video games, TV shows, sorrow, depression, drinking, you insert the prison here. That is the prison of your own design. Yeah. How easily do you let your old self take over? How easily do you allow yourself to get dissuaded from pursuing the best possible scenario for yourself? You gotta fight the good fight. Because you're gonna fucking die anyways. Mm-hmm. Would you rather die in a life that you chose and you are stoked about? Or would you rather die wishing that you had done everything differently? Motherfucker, I'm going to fall on my own sword. Might as well. You know? Might as fucking well. I'm going to die on my own sword. Because that's the thing, dude, is that I feel like there is really something to be... How else do you meet death with grace? How else do you meet death with grace if not on your own terms? Yeah. Because if if you're taking regret and shame and guilt, like we said, I believe that the vibration that you carry into the next realm matters matters absolutely it matters to a degree that i don't think we fully understand the implications of yep but that's the thing is that if it matters it is your responsibility to do the best job possible while you're here because you owe it to your next self you owe it to yourself right now and you owe it to your last self because Mm -hmm. your last self got you to this point the amount of and you owe it to everyone else because they are you yeah yeah there is There is no damage done by you peeling back the layers of what makes you you and improving it. There is no damage done. It is a net positive in every aspect. You working to improve yourself as a human being and as a person of this earth, you are doing the work of God. You're doing the work of God. Whether that's an octave higher than you intended it or not, it is work that you are doing. That's how you know it was real. Yeah. (laughs) If I hit puberty mid-sentence, then that means the work of God.